welcome to the Make Stoicism a Habit podcast. I'm Matt Schmidt. This podcast is brought to you by the book Stoic Habits, now available on Amazon Kindle. Never call yourself a philosopher. Not talk about a great monk's layman about philosophical principles, but do what follows from those principles. Then at that banquet, do not say how people should eat, but eat as one ought. For remember how Socrates had completely set aside all assassination and when people came to him wanting to be introduced by him to philosophers, he took them along and introduced them so well that he bare among being overlooked, so that a talk should ever arise among laymen of some philosophical principles remain for the most part silent, for there is a considerable danger that you will immediately vomit up what you have not digested, and when someone tells you that you should know nothing and you are not nettled by it, then you may be sure that you are setting work to the task. For sheep do not bring their fodder to the shepherds to show them how they burn, but digest their food internally, and produce wool and milk internally, externally. And so you likewise do not display your principles to laymen, but rather show that actions and results from these principles once they have been digested. What this looks at is when you're studying philosophy, particularly Stoic philosophy, we have to know how to act and behave. People may not be interested when you talk about philosophy. Instead, behave like a philosopher. Your actions demonstrate your beliefs. How you act may generate interest to others as to why. Some will not care, and that's okay. You demonstrate the beliefs of philosophy instead of lecturing about it. Don't cram it down people's throats. Talk is cheap, and actions speak louder than words. And this is very true with philosophy, especially Stoic philosophy. You cannot force your beliefs on others. If the topic comes up, stay silent and humble. If anything tells you that your student and sources of philosophy are better out there if they're interested, say you're somebody that learns, not somebody who's mastered it. If people say they want to know more about it, direct them where to go. And also understand that if they tell you that they know more about it, don't be hurt by this. People will see a difference in you. They'll see the benefits of philosophy when you act it out and behave such even if they do not know anything about it. There's benefits to being humble. You have to stay humble when you're practicing philosophy and not lecture about it. What are some of the benefits when you're staying humble like this? You have better self-control. Humility in and of itself is one of the principal factors for responsible self-control. A humble person will not think of himself more than others, which will prompt better self-control. It's difficult to control this self, but you can find strength with this. Humility also helps you understand the limits you have and be respective of tempting circumstances. You may want to tell people about philosophy, but it helps you to withhold this. Better judgment. Humility provides better judgment. A humble person is able to stay calm. Calmness helps you look at issues from several angles before arriving at a logical, focused, intelligent conclusion. And this includes interacting with others on the topic of philosophy. Humility takes bias away from any judgment since you seek to satisfy not a self-interest, but more focused on doing the right things and behaving in the right manner. Tranquility. A humble person is calm, and the calmness will affect everything they do. We have an aura of tranquility around them. This tranquil nature will affect everything around them and will positively affect other people. This is why acting as a philosopher, when you behave in this way, people will understand this and see a difference in you. A tranquil person is always in control and will rarely take a wrong step when things start to go wrong. A respectful, a humble person respects others. 
Being too humbled can you be arguing or become agitated when you don't have it. It's claiming a right where you can be. Trust. A humble person relates well to others and he opens up his dealings with them, rarely sees a selfish interest when relating to others. His humility will prompt him to take place the interest of others above himself. A humble person is kind to others and knows how to act. And self-awareness. Humility brings calmness, which will also prompt a settling way of perceiving and observing a situation. If they're honest with themselves, they can be honest with others, and this is seen through. They're not seen as critical. They're seen as open-minded and willing to help others. A self-aware person understands himself and his limitations and strengths. He knows what it's like when he has the lasting solution to a problem that may encounter in life. It equally drives self-motivation so they can emerge from any disturbing or discouraging situation. And again, this goes along with in creating 46 about acting as a philosopher, not talking your way through it, but your behaviors and your actions speaking for themselves.